Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me today is Mike Raziel, founder of Our Athletes. He is also the author. Mike, what is the name of your book? Winning in Sports Business. The author of Winning in Sports Business. Mike, super excited to have you on the show. Rob, it is always a pleasure getting to come chat with you. I mean, we only do it what we've done it once or once a week, twice a month for the last, I don't know, three, four years now, but let's do it live. Why not? Give, show the people behind the curtain a little bit, right? Exactly. And that is exactly what we're going to do because I am really excited for this episode. It is one that gives me so much joy and pride because of you. And what we're going to do is jam about creating your own opportunities in sports. And Mike, you were previously on the show a year or two ago talking about how our um, relationship even got created, but we have hit a new milestone in that. So I wanted to see if you can give a quick where it started and then what just happened. And then we're going to fill in the in-between because it's something that you talk about in your book. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. Where it started. Uh, Hated my job where I was at. Loved the company. Loved the people. Hated the job. Had to get out of there. I was working in finance. It wasn't working so well for me. And I just saw Bacon Sports. I was like, that's a funny name. Like, that's who doesn't love bacon? Who doesn't love sports? So I started following you. Started started paying attention to the content you were creating. And then one day I was like, this would be cool if I could do something like that, right? Like what Rob was doing is doing. And so I just reached out on Snapchat. I was like, hey man, curious if I can help. Let me know. I think I sent you a video message. I got really uncomfortable about it. I uh, sent you a video message back in the day. I was like, if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. You said, absolutely. Let's hop, hop on a call and jam, as you like to say. And the rest is history, man. Like, that's how it started. And now we're at where I am uh, officially accepting a position at William Hill, where I'm going to be working as an affiliate coordinator, getting into the sports betting industry. And it all started with a Snapchat saying, I want to work in sports for the rest of my life. I think you know a way to do it. And here we are, man. And I am so happy about that. And what has happened is over the course of multiple years, I don't know if it's three or five or whatever the number is, but anywhere from once a week to every other week on Tuesdays at five o'clock, we jam for 30 minutes to an hour about uh, what's going on in each other's worlds. And the way that I start the conversation is, Mike, what is your intention for this call? Because this is something where I'm here to support you and everything that you're doing. So you'll bring things to me, whether it's things that you can help with, uh, things that you're going through in your business and career. And slowly but surely, um, you are able to take action and... Um, take a mindset of mm -hmm. the things, the, le the lessons learned, the wisdom, the habits, the routines to turn yourself into a high performer and an action machine. And you started your own business and you've had multiple iterations, but welcome to entrepreneurship. It's more like a roller coaster than it is a linear path. And then you were able to land an opportunity with uh, Win Daily, where you mm -hmm. were hosting a fantasy sports show on Sirius XM. So give a quick brief, or quick brief, give a quick um, background in terms of 
how that happened because I know we're sort of jumping steps, but I wanted to show sort of the maturation and how it is possible to go from a job that you don't like in finance to getting a job in sports betting, doing something that you love. And oh, by the way, being part of a serious XM show where you're talking about fantasy sports. It doesn't get any better, man. It's my favorite thing talking into this microphone. I literally learned everything I know from you. So I want to say thank you very much for everything, Rob. And that's kind of how it started, right? Like I've had multiple iterations of the podcast. I've had multiple different podcasts. And that's kind of where my content creation journey started was I love talking into a microphone. I love asking people questions. So you're like, well, why don't you start a show where you interview people, right? So I, I've had multiple iterations of it currently when uh, no, no, working with Wendela. We'll get to that in a second. Currently, uh, the For the Love of Sports podcast, where I talk to people in all aspects of sports and sports business to learn how they broke in, why they broke in, and what they're doing now that they're there. That had led me to the opportunity to actually interview Jason Mizrahi, CEO and founder of Windaily Sports, where he talks about uh, DFS and fantasy sports and sports betting, which is something everybody loves out there, right? We all have our football teams, baseballs right around the corner. I got a draft tomorrow night. So really just understanding what that entails. So I was able to interview Jason. He really liked the way I handled myself in front of the microphone because, oh, by the way, I did, let's call it 350 to 400 episodes up to that point. So I was in a good spot, knew what I was doing, could handle myself. He then said, hey, man, I have an opportunity. My co-host left for the Sirius XM show. Have you ever wanted to be on the radio? I lied. I said, yes. I never really had any aspirations to be on the radio, but I said, sure, why not? Let's do it. What does Rob always say? Just say yes and kind of figure it out from there. So I uh, was had the opportunity. Jason brought me on Sirius XM. My first show was the Super Bowl Chiefs versus the 49ers. Um which was awesome. So I've I've been on the you know Sirius XM for over the last year talking fantasy sports and sports betting, which has then led me to a potential position and and as I said a an actual position and have I've accepted it with William Hill working in the sports betting space. So took a took a little while. It's an interesting journey, interesting path to get there, but uh, we're we're well on our way now, man. So let's get to that taking a while because you talked about the hundreds of episodes that you created. And it's one of the things that I ingrained in your head because I'm the same way. I built my network of people by seeing who I wanted to build a relationship with. Cool. Let's get them on a podcast, build that relationship, create something of value, talk about how awesome they are, rinse and repeat a thousand different times. And you need to get the reps under your belt to be comfortable on camera and on the microphone, be in control, be confident. You also want to build up your credibility. And I think through all of these different things, in terms of landing your first big guest or your dream guest that happens once. And then you realize, well, wait a second, who else can I do this for? And it starts to shatter all these self-limiting beliefs that you had for yourself. And I've always believed that, I do this process because I believe in the process and I don't expect that any one episode or conversation is going to be the one that is going to be the home run. However, when you rinse and repeat that a thousand times, you are guaranteed to get some singles, doubles, triples, and occasionally you will get a home run, but you can't expect it. You just have to keep doing it. Exactly. And that's exactly how the, the conversation and I with Jason, like, he, he realized I knew and, and was capable and sounded good and was very comfortable. I don't have too many ums and ahs, right? Like all those things that, you know, I started to shake out in those first hundred episodes. 
multiply that by three or four. So now we're up to three, 400 episodes. I get to interview him and that's the home run. That's the one that leaves the park. And again, kind of created this new path for myself and my career. So it's a, it's been an absolute journey. I love every second of it. Not going to stop, going to keep on going. And another thing that came from it was the opportunity to write a book, right? I've, I've interviewed some of these incredible people in the sports business landscape and decided, well, you know, people can listen to the show, but what if they read about all the conversations that I had. So we just kind of compiled them, transcribed them, add a little bit of my flair to it, released the book back in December. Uh, it's called Winning in Sports Business. You can get it on Amazon for 99 cents, or you can just shoot me a DM. I'll send it to you for free. I don't care. That's not the goal. And the goal is not to become rich from it. The goal is to just speak in front of more people. So now I'm talking to college kids. I'm essentially every, like every other day, I'm now speaking to a new group of college kids about what I've learned, how I've learned, most of that has come from you, Rob. So uh, through through your journey, through mine, we're now starting to impact as many people as we can. Do good things. Good things happen to you and keep that train rolling. So I want to talk about the patience in the process because it is the most difficult part of all of this. When you have this dream and everyone has a dream, but some of us are more willing to live in action and or live in discomfort in the journey of said dream. And it what made me so proud when you told me last week that you got the opportunity with William Hill is I remember where you were when you started and why it resonated with me is because I was in the same place uh, in multiple points in my life and in my career where you're in a job that you don't like, you're not doing what you love, and essentially you're Peter from Office Space mailing in the days where you're not looking forward to life, but in the back of your mind, you're like, I know there's something else that I want to do, and you've got to jump, you've got to take action. But then uh, I think of a uh, quote from, I think it's Chuck Yeager, about pulling... Um, I don't know if it's one of G's or Mach 10 or whatever. And he's like, the cabin shakes the most right before you're about to go supersonic. And you have to sit there and when the entire airplane's shaking through this journey until you get to where you want to go, you just got to keep going and going and going. And that's what separates those who do from those who don't because this is not an easy journey but I look at why you and I are successful at what we do, but specifically in the content world is because we are so all in on what we're doing that we're willing to do whatever it takes. Because when I look at who does not succeed in the world of content and podcasting, I can see it in two seconds where their dreams are not attached to the thing that they're creating. So they'll create the excuse of, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources, whatever. If I don't do any progress for three weeks, it's okay because I'm doing this for myself. Whereas I remember someone said, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. And I was like, well, I want to get paid to talk about sports and I don't know how to podcast. I've never been on video. I know nothing about social media marketing. I've never done any editing. So I better get on all of that. And that's why I never stop creating because my dreams are attached to my ability to connect with other people and to provide value to other people in all the different ways that I can. Yeah. And I think the consistency is one of the most important things, right? As I said, I'm speaking with college kids and college classes all the time. And that's one thing that I preach. And I tell them exactly what you just said. Don't expect to get paid in sports to do something if you're not already doing it. Why would someone hire you to be a broadcaster if you've never broadcasted before? Now, what does that mean? Like, yeah, there's opportunities for internships. There's opportunities to grow in companies. But the easiest way to do that is just start broadcasting. YouTube's free. 
last time I checked, all you have to do is figure out how to edit, put yourself on camera and get it out there, right? It's not rocket science. It's nothing that you have to figure out why or how it works. So it's one of those things, the more you do it, the more consistent you are with it. That was the other thing that I try and preach. If you're not doing something a minimum once a week or once a month, whatever you put that number at, you can say what your minimum is. That's something I learned from our friend Dave Meltzer. But you just have to stay consistent with that minimum. If it's once a month, you're going to put out the best damn show you can once a month. If it's once a week, you're going to put out the best damn blog post once a week. And from there, you'll be able to look back on something and say, over the last year, over the last six months, this is what I have created. This is what I have done. And you can kind of see the culmination, right? What's the quote? You can underestimate in uh, 10 years and you can overestimate in a year or whatever it is, right? And you can even squish those numbers down even further to underestimate what you can do in a year and overestimate what you can do in three months, right? So I think that that is something that's really important because the consistency is what's going to drive people. And that's how you're going to get better. You're not going to get better doing it, as you said, once every three weeks, not having any dreams or love or anything attached to it. Once you can put all those pieces together, that's when you can find some more opportunities. 100%. And the simplest way you can look at this, if there's anything that you want to do in order to do it, you're going to have to show someone something to sell yourself. So you can sell yourself with no video or podcast, but if Mike or I are also talking to someone to create that own opportunity, you're going to be competing with other people who are probably doing these things. And I think back to the beginning of bacon sports and I was my first client where Who's ever going to pay you to create sports content for a living? Well, how about I show you three word, three years worth of a thousand articles, a million page views, 500 podcasts and videos. Guess what? We might know what we're doing. And that's where you build this belief in yourself. Cause that's the next thing I want to talk about because as you do things more, you believe more in this belief is something that is core to who I am every single day in the morning as part of my morning routine. I declare to myself, I am that I believe. And then I close my eyes and I feel as Jesse Hitzler would say, you belong at the end of your story. Believe that you will make it to the end of that story. And I sit there and I live in that. And I'm like, I believe that I will get to the story that is in my head. And every single day I build that belief and I build that belief. And that's where you can get this conviction in love and passion for what you do in this positivity. Wow, you're always so upbeat and excited. Well, why are you excited? Because I believe in the end of the journey. I believe where I'm going today. I believe in this conversation with Mike. And what makes me so happy, Mike, is... I believed in you and you believed in you. And then you tell me that you're getting this job with William Hill. And I'm like, you are no longer working at a finance company, which was years ago. And you're on, an, on the cusp of an industry that's about ready to explode. And you're throwing into that the... I'm a host of a fantasy sports thing on Sirius XM and I can see the trajectory of where you're going and how you've designed this. And it is like the most beautifully pure thing of someone who went from, from nothing. You and I both started at nothing to designing the life we wanted and creating our own opportunities. Cause you did this. No one else. You made this happen. 100% man. And it was with a lot of people's help, right? It was with your help. It was with Jason's help. It was David Meltzer's help. There's a lot of people that helped me along the way. I, I, uh, I like to think I'm a good person. So I have some pretty great people in my corner, but you're hundred percent correct, man. Like I, I went out and I, in the beginning, I didn't 
believe i'll be honest i just did it because i wanted you know hey let's see what happens what's the worst that could happen right and then you start to see some wins you start to see some of those singles and singles are nice and then you start to see some doubles you're like all right i got a little power in me okay we could see what happens and eventually you start knocking it out of the park and once you just see one success that just makes it so 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 much easier to just stay consistent and it was difficult to get to that point but as you said the cabin was shaking I wasn't totally believing. I didn't know what the heck was going to happen. And eventually we did get there. Then we hit Mach 1, Mach 2, Mach 3. And yeah, here we are, Mach 4, Mach 5, whatever we want to call it. Now I'm starting this new opportunity coming up next week, an industry that I'm very excited to be a part of, an industry that is getting ready to explode. And it's something that I love doing, right? Texting with the boys, see what we're betting on tonight, how all that works. So it's, it's I get to tie my love of sports together with an industry I'm excited to be in. And that is all because legitimately all because I I've interviewed over 400, over 500 people. I have a, a radio show where I'm doing something different. I wrote a book. Everybody else has cool jobs. Everybody else had great grades. Everybody else has a cool uncle that works for that bank. Right. But I did so much to set myself apart that my mindset, my mentality, my belief to be the absolute best at something is what I think set me apart, including all those all that content I created, because I can guarantee I'm in the top 1% of the top 1% for people that have interviewed on this on that many podcasts that have put out that many episodes. I can guarantee that. And that is absolutely something that's going to set me apart. And I think it had a huge, huge reason on, uh, on why I eventually did get the position. And I love the confidence that lives in us because of that. And I think about my journey doing 75 hard. If you didn't listen to the podcast or watch the video, check it out where I talk about my journey doing Andy Frisella's uh, mental toughness program, 75 hard. And the biggest thing I learned from that is earned confidence. When you pay your dues day after day and you make things happen, you can't help but become more confident. Rob and Mike, how do you become more confident? You become more confident by doing it, by living in action. And as we think about or talk about creating your own opportunities and standing apart from everybody else in being different, I specialize in being different, in being creative, in setting myself apart, in doing the things that other people aren't willing to, so much so that I crave and seek out doing things that other people are not willing to do because you put me in a room or in a conversation with any single person and I am one confident ass dude because I know what it's like to wake up at five in the morning and go do a 45 minute walk outside in negative three degree Chicago weather because I've got a goal of completing a 75-day mental toughness challenge and how that layered on to interviewing a 1,000 people and people that I dreamed of and doing all of these different things that somebody else did not have to do. Man, there is this impenetrable shell that you create that is just an amazing thing. And then you start to look around and you're like, well, all right, what are the things that I want to do now? And I have to consciously remind myself to think bigger, to not get complacent or rest on my laurels and say, all right, what is the thing that I want to do? What's the bigger thing that I want to do in continually doing the things that scare me where the cabin shakes? And once you do that, you rinse and repeat it. And, and I think a really great analogy, something that you taught me back in the day, um, creativity is the only thing you get more of the more you use it. I might be butchering the quote a little bit, but I think confidence is exactly the same way, right? I get better 
at creating, the more I create, the more ideas that I find, the more things that I think of, because that helps me think of better things. And then bringing that back to confidence, it's the same thing. When I see myself be successful, that gives me more confidence, right? It's like a really easy one-to-one, but you're never going to see yourself be successful if you don't put yourself out there. So it's like this weird chicken or the egg. Well, no, you just put yourself out there. You'll eventually become confident because you'll see yourself become successful. And you just let that keep happening over and over again. And then as you said, you have to start thinking bigger because then you kind of come be complacent. Like, I know I'm going to crush an interview. I don't even care at this point. Like, I love doing every single one. I'm going to keep doing them because I love them. But now what else can I do? And then, then I had the opportunity to get on the radio. I love being on the radio. It's an absolute blast. I want to do it more and more and more and more. And then what's next after that, right? It's, it's just all these things. The more I become successful, the more confidence I gain, the more confident I become in all of my abilities, not just those specific abilities, but all of my abilities put together. Because then I think that there's just more things that I can be good at. So then we start trying new things, right? So like it, all you have to do is have a couple pieces of success. Now that's the most difficult part though, right? It's getting there. It's following and actually believing in that process. Because as I said before, I didn't totally believe in myself when I was starting my podcast. Like I didn't actually believe any of it was going to work until I finally saw it work, right? So it's you have to kind of that it's that first hump. Yes, it's going to be a roller coaster. Yes, all the things that you hear about entrepreneurialism is true. And it's the same about creating content, right? But I think that first little hill that you had to get up and start getting a little momentum, that was the hardest. Because if you didn't get to that point, you would have never made it to those big fun loop-de-loops in the roller coaster you would have never made it that far which is looking back that's the most enjoyable part one of the things that i enjoy so much about seeing your success mike is it's also validating for me as i have built out a coaching program around high performance in mindset in brand building in helping people and brands launch podcasts and produce them and create micro content and all of that different stuff because like anything else has rob been a coach before well at some point i've done none of the things that you've seen me doing right now so i have to believe in my process of the way that I have developed myself from a personal development standpoint, and then I impart that wisdom on you so that you can take it and live with it and the action of it. And then when you told me that you got this opportunity with William Hill, it was validating for me from a coaching perspective that I'm not crazy, that I can do this for myself, certainly. But then seeing you do this over the course of conversations over and over and over again, we have now duplicated the same process. And I don't even think this is just a sports thing. I believe this is a lifestyle design thing. This is a mindset thing. This is a process thing that through our series of conversations, which essentially is the same way that I coach someone. Hey, Mike, what's going on? What challenges do you have? How can I support you? What can I do to help you? And that is literally the best thing for me, for my confidence, because you're immediately my number one testimonial of someone who's completely transformed their life. A hundred percent. And I think it really does start and stop and end with the, the, the mental mindset side of it. Because if I didn't have the mindset to believe, if I didn't have the mindset to get up early every day, excited for the day, jumping out of bed, didn't have the mindset to create my list of things and then just start crossing them off in the morning, right? That was one of the first things that you taught me. Put a list of things together and it feels real good when you cross one off. Even if it's something, make your bed, cross it off bang, you're already on, you're on your way to a good day. So you just got to keep winning the day or however you can. And I think, again, understanding how important your mindset is, it's going to help you overcome 
a lot of those hurdles. It's going to help you overcome what you're trying to get over. And it's just the easiest way to become the best you you possibly can be. Because the better you can get and the more you can be aware and adaptable and understand the things that you need to do, again, it's 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 a, it's a logarithm. It's exponential. The more you notice it, the better you become at it. The more you notice it, the better you become at it. And it starts just completely skyrocketing. Those first couple of years, I probably wasn't that great. These last couple of years, I'm, I'm, I've been... I think been very good, but I know the opportunity is only going to get better and better and better because it's something that we continue to put work in, put effort in and try to get better at. And what I love about this, which is something that I realized early on in my entrepreneurial journey is that mindset is one thing that no one can ever take from you. No matter what is going on in your business, no matter how much that cabin is shaking, if you continue to develop your mindset and continue to feed that in plant seeds. Oh, there's going to be so many more harvests, Mike, from the work that we've done together to everything that's going to happen moving forward. Because as you said, this is exponential. It goes on top of each other. You learn something, you learn something, you learn something, you learn something, and we're living this. And I think that's the key thing is that when we're reading books and taking courses and programs and listening to podcasts, we are doing this side by side. And I think it's one of the reasons why this was successful between us because you could see that I was living it and I have lived it and I continued to live this, that this is not a, oh, I did my work, I'm done now. This is a never ending thing. And it's part of having a growth mindset that we are always getting better, that we are always looking for opportunities, both in ourselves, out there in the market. And once you adopt this, you get this hunger that says, I want more and more and more. And then once you get that, well, now we've got to live in action because who would I to be someone who just learns but doesn't implement? But then the next part for me is learn, implement, teach and share others because there's so much goodness that I have learned that has transformed my life and mindset that I've shared with you that I'm sharing with others, which is what really launched my coaching practice because there's just so much that I know that can create positive growth and impact in someone's life that it is easier for me to create a coaching practice than it is to not do it. Absolutely, especially at this point, right? And I think it's it's really important to understand for everyone listening, like having you be a couple years ahead of me, right? Like you weren't where you are now when we started talking. And I want to say it was like six years ago at this point, five or six years ago. So like where you were, uh, you know, in your journey, I was a couple years behind. So it's it's kind of, I've been like tailing you this whole time, right? Like I see Rob starting to do something. So now I can catch up a little bit quicker because you're like, hey, this works, start doing this. I didn't have to find that out on my own. You already, you found that out. So you kind of expedited the process for me. Hey, start doing this on sales calls. Okay, Rob, sounds good. So instead of waiting five or six years to learn that, I only had to wait an extra week till the next time we spoke to each other. So I think that part is really important, being able to kind of see your journey, but not only from the, the practical standpoint, right? We had our call last week. You said, oh, this is great. You have a new job. Here's some things that we're going to start doing for you at your new job. And we're not going to tell everyone that because where's the fun. But there are some immediate things that second week on the job, I'm going to say, hey, guys, I want to start doing some of this stuff. How do we figure that out? And I would have not found that out if you haven't already done that. Right. So there's the actionable items. But then there's also just the going back to mindset and being positive and making sure I can see myself in you. Right. Just a couple years ahead. So it's like, oh, shit, this sucks. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. But there's Rob. Like, 
he's doing pretty good. So he's telling me if I just keep doing this, I'll eventually get there. And not only will I eventually get there, I'll get there a little quicker because again, we expedited some of this process. So I think that part also helps kind of not only seeing you um, become better from a mental aspect, from a physical aspect, from a bank account aspect, right? But also the actionable items along the way that you've learned that you can immediately share to someone and they can start implementing them right now. They didn't have to wait five, six, seven years to figure it out. They can figure it out right now start doing it and see the positive change in their life immediately well yeah you can accelerate the speed you can remap the course you can create shortcuts or you can create a brand new course there's just so many things and mike i don't believe this would have been as successful if i was not doing it and you were not seeing it because Mm -hmm. the people who i aspire to do things like I look at them and they're living in action and they're doing the things that I want to do. So I'm like, well, if they're doing those things that I want to do, then I'm going to do the things that they're doing. And then it continues to trickle down. And as I learn, I'm immediately like, boom, Mike, do this, Mike, do this. And that's the beauty of having someone in your corner because I genuinely want to see you succeed in the second you landed a new opportunity. It is like you're now back at zero. So I'm like, all right, Mike, here's what we're going to do to start getting you to create new opportunities within your new opportunities because we're taking this same DNA of what we've created in you and we're now going to be placing that in the world of sports betting within William Hill. And man, you are going to be a freaking rocket ship in this industry. And I'm so excited, certainly as someone who I host a sports betting podcast, the Sharp 600 for covers. I do coaching and consulting for sports betting brands. So there will be numerous conversations between us in the sports betting world. And I'm excited about it. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm very excited about it as well. I've learned a lot from you from this. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, you know, speaking with people, not even from within the industry, but just people around, right. That haven't lived the journey you and I have lived of the last couple of years where it's kill what you eat, right. That puts a whole new mindset into your brain, right. That is just completely what it is. But then you add on the fact of, you know, growth mindset, always trying to learn, doing something new, reading a book a month, reading a book a week, whatever it ends up being, trying to find ways to network. I speak with people all the time that like don't network. And that just does not compute with me. It's like, what, so you're not just trying to meet people to see how you can help them. It's like, no, it's like, well, why not? Like, you know, good things happen when you meet people, right? Like that, that's how it works. Like the more people you meet, the more opportunities you will eventually have. And so I'm, I'm very excited, obviously for the opportunity with William Hill. It's an awesome company growing fast, doing really cool things, but I'm also excited for myself in the space because nobody else has done what I've done. Nobody else has the same mindset as me. Nobody else has the capabilities that I have. And I'm going to utilize every single one of them within this company, within this industry. And as you said, I'm going to turn this thing right into a rocket ship, man. We're going right to the moon and I can't wait. And Mike, that's what excites me about being in the sports betting space because we are exactly aligned in how we're seeing it. Because here comes an entrepreneur who has built a creative agency and a coaching practice around mindset and brand building. And now you're layering us on top of what we're seeing in the sports betting industry where everybody's digging for user acquisition gold. And I'm sitting back there on my own unique perch as the host of a podcast being like, 
all right, how are we going to sell shovels to everybody who's digging from gold? Because when everyone's doing one thing, while I understand it, I can help you do that one thing. I'm also going to be thinking about things from a completely different perspective because that's the smart thing to do in this industry because right now the sports betting industry has one major issue for me among a ton of things, and that's differentiation or a lack thereof. Everything is the same from the operator level to the publisher level. Everyone's trying to get people to sign up for either a subscription or an account with each of the different affiliates. So if we know that's what everybody's doing, well, now we've got to specialize in differentiation. Huh? If there's only some people out there that can specialize in differentiation, and you know how I would differentiate, and I'm going to, it's by building a community because the thing that you can do that difference you from anybody else is to create a relationship with someone. The way you make them feel, the way they look forward to communicating with you. These are the inefficient things that most major companies aren't willing to do because they're chasing the user acquisition gold. Whereas I'm a content creator who loves getting down talking about sports and sports betting. So I'm just as willing to jam with you and let's rinse and repeat that process 10 million times. 10 million times a couple a couple dollar signs along that it's not too bad man but I, I completely agree and i'm excited again to get into the industry to see what it looks like from the back end because i think that will allow me to use my creativity use my confidence use my beliefs be able to say hey why don't we do this like what are we doing here guys like it's not rocket science we're all doing the same thing we got to do something different at some point and i think community building is very important and hopefully uh hopefully there's something we can do with that in the future rob Mike, I'm so proud of you. I know amazing things are on the horizon for you. Where can everybody connect with you? Please connect with me on LinkedIn. That is where I'm most active. That's where you'll find most of the things that I am doing, including all my interviews. We go live there as well. Follow me at MichaelRazil1 on Twitter. And if you would like, check, just DM me. I'll send you the book. But if you want to support, it's 99 cents on Amazon winning in sports business. I interviewed some incredible people, how they broke in why they broke in and what they've been doing since they've been in the sports business industry. Some pretty cool stories in there. So please check that out as well. And as always, I would love to hear from you about this episode. Oh, there was so much gold in this. Did anything stand out to you? I'm curious, how do you differentiate yourself or create your own opportunities? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy, especially on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you're someone who has a big vision and you want to create something amazing in your life, you want to create more positive impact or more growth, I would love to support you in that. Certainly what Mike just shared with us is a great example of the way that I can help people get to where they want to go. Hit me up. Rob at robcressy.com would love to invite you to have a conversation with me, see how I can support you in your journey.